Elkie. And I'm Caddy, and this is Books, Cats, and Snacks. Shout out edition. Shout out edition. I'm tired. <laughs> We're back to recording really late again. So, mm-hmm. you know, pe- people want to know, Caddy. People want to know. They have their, they have their pulse. Yes. What is it? The finger on the pulse. All right, guys. So I messed up tonight. So in case like you hear some like batshit jingling in the background, <laughs> I gave Oreo catnip. So about to lose it. Yeah, she's oh staring gosh. at something right now. Yeah. Oh, she's my bu- goodness. She's butt wiggling <laughs> at me right now. So in case you guys hear some random jingles. <laughs> <laughs> we got her some new catnip and I wanted to try it out. I was really curious about it. Is that a so. thing? Like people buy catnip to mess with their cats is that a thing well i mean it's it it a playful thing it's a playful thing it's to like oh, okay i use it whenever i'm trying to get her to use like something new like if i buy her a new bed or a new toy because oh. she loves catnip not all cats do creos doesn't really care for it but oreo loves the catnip it's like her drug pretty much it's, <laughs> yeah it's her kitty weed some cats are either like really chill when they have it or they're really hyper and oh. Oreo, it just depends on the i guess how much i give her but yeah, it's for stimulation. It's, it's like a playful thing. Like at Petco, they have one that's like meowy, wowy, and <laughs> like they have like different names for them. It's really, it's really funny. But yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to our book shout outs, you guys, where Kat and I each pick two books that have been on our radar lately. We want to talk a little bit about it, just give it a little spotlight on it. We normally read a book a month together. We do like a buddy read and hopefully some of you guys kind of read along with us. Mm -hmm. We're currently reading Serial Showgirl by Daniel Crago with Melinda Bryce. It's a really interesting read. I just started it. So but let's let's get on with our book shout outs. Caddy, you always go first. Okay, so my books this time have a theme. Oh, so nice. We'll hear, you'll hear the theme. It's not a normal theme that I normally do, but <laughs> okay. it's a theme. Mine okay. has a little bit of a theme, too. So. Yeah, yeah. My first book is called Hey Hun, Sales, Sisterhood, Supremacy, and the Other Lies Behind Multi-Level Marketing. Oh, Okay, man. so it is, it is by Emily Lynn Paulson. It was published May 30th of this year, 384 pages. It's biography, like her her stint pretty much telling her tale of what what it was like being in the multi-level marketing business. So it says it's told through the eyes of the author, Emily Lynn Paulson. The story dwells into the glitz promises and girl bossing that encapsulates modern day multi-level marketing. Paulson gives us firsthand look at just how these companies operate with white supremacist roots and cult like rhetoric. Reading the summary of the book is just her opening of eyes, if you will, about what's going on the level around us and just how, how much this you know a lot of people call it's them a scams. yeah it's a cold it's it's, it's cold. a cold it's, yeah and she talks about it and how much things she's gained how, how what she gained from it and what she lost from it very different levels of the spectrum here oh, yeah. i don't know a lot about them honestly i've never been part of them i know what i can think of mlms is like you know like uh like the sensi candle the lula the leggings the lula yeah mary Kay. Mary Kay, like I stuff like Mary that. Kay, I know it's not the first pyramid scheme or anything or the Ponzi mm-hmm. scheme or whatever, mm-hmm. but Mary Kay has always been one that I that I thought was like the OG MLM. Yeah, it is because <laughs> the pink the pink car, the everybody Avon, knows it. The Avon, the Avon. Yeah, uh, that's what makeup I makeup books or whatever. And honestly, I think I've just I've never been a part of it. I never thought of it because I'm not a good salesperson. 
Like I'm yeah, not going to sell. I'm not, <laughs> you know, and I've, and I've, of course you buy a couple of things off your friends, but you don't really think about it as much, you know? Right. So I'm actually really curious about this book. I think I'm definitely going to read it at some point because mm-hmm. I'm just curious to get her take on it because, you know, I've always heard the bad side. I've heard like some of the good side of it. So I'm just curious yeah. about her take on it. It's funny because I am always a sucker for these things, meaning like I would buy. If I attend one of these things, I would I'll would be like, okay, I'll I'll take this one and this one, this one. I'm mm-hmm. always a sucker. And I think the one that I got really suckered in was the the one with the like a shake. It's kind of like a shake <gasps> supplement thing. Oh. I forgot the name of it. But I got suckered into that. But I mean, but I kind of liked it kind of. But I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm that I'm definitely the target audience. <laughs> you, you sit me in a room and you show me all this stuff. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, Especially yeah. like um cooking stuff. But yeah, the sensey thing, I've I think we've been to a couple of those parties and mm-hmm. they're cute and all, but you can just like, uh, I'm here for the food. I'm just, I'm just not consistent. I've never fallen to become a seller though. Oh, I, God. I, no, no. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. I'm not a seller. And and like I buy these things, yeah, great, but I have like no consistency driving me whatsoever. <laughs> I'm not your return customer because I won't buy it again. Yeah. I will true. never use it. I'm not your target audience. <laughs> I mean, because I'm too damn lazy to keep going with it. So <laughs> Oh yeah, I won't be like a continuous buyer, but like that initial buy, you know, have a little party yeah. like at someone's house or something. I'm like, okay, I'll get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's me. Because you feel okay. obligated sometimes. You're like, oh, okay. You want to help them thrive. All right. So one more time, it's Hey Hun, Sales, Sisterhood, Supremacy, and Other Lies Behind Multi-Level Marketing. Interesting. Right. I love yep. that you brought that to the table. We don't do a lot of nonfiction, so. Yeah. yeah. And mostly the most nonfictions I pick up are like biographies. Yeah. I like to throw some in there every so often. No. Because comedians are hilarious and I love them. So <laughs> it's funny. I was listening to something. I had a, a autobiography early on with Catherine Ryan. Like she went on um, on an English, a British show. It was called Loose Women, which is pretty much their version of The View. Okay. I don't know if she's ever been married or, and they asked her because her new husband, he's been divorced. And she's like, I love it. She goes, I love the fact that he's divorced. And they're like, oh, really? You're, you're okay with that? She goes, yeah. I mean, he knows I'm the best because he's tried others and they know they're not as good. So I'm actually the best. <laughs> And it just speaks to her character. And I'm like, God, I love this woman so much. If you guys haven't picked up her book, pick it up. It's great. Another shameless plug. Yeah. (laughs) Hilarious when she said that. Because it just, it's so funny. It's not a paid partnership, you guys, or sponsorship. Oh, no, 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 no. I saw the video today. I had to tell somebody because it was just so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So my turn for the book shout out. I do have somewhat of a theme. Not really. Let's just say that. The rest of the year, I'll probably most likely talk about like horror, <laughs> thriller. Books. Oh, surprise! So, surprise! Well, yeah, Halloween because, is coming you know up. Halloween's coming up. Yeah. Well, you do it at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's you know there's Christmas horror books out there. Okay, so is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? It's a Halloween movie. It's a Hollywood it. movie. Okay, I call it Christmas, but okay. But also, a while back, we did an episode. For Glenn Peacott's like collection of stories, this mm-hmm. is volume one. So his volume two just got published, by the way. Yay. So we'll probably do a little thing on that. I think. That'll oh be yeah, fun. we're gonna read it at some point. Okay, so the first book that I'm talking about it's called "The Evil Within the House" by Thomas Michael Thomas. It was published a couple of years ago. It was published October twenty fifth, two 
2021, so it's coming up to the two-year anniversary, okay. has 179 pages, so it's a rather short book. The cover is pretty cool, and I think he just got like a updated cover, which mm. looks really awesome. You guys can certainly check that out on Instagram or whatnot. But the book, like I said, you know, I'm already like gearing up for Halloween reading horror stuff, but I think I do that year-round, though. So I'm going to read you guys a synopsis of this book. Overwhelmed with grief, two troubled 13-year-olds partake in a seance and wish to speak to their deceased friend, and it goes horribly wrong. Jake and Clarence dive into a dark world of supernatural encounters and otherworldly threats and uncover the source of recent bizarre occurrences that have been plaguing their small religious town. Ooh. It seems kind of like vague a little bit, but it Got seems it. really it's cool. Like, it's like Stand By Me meets Poltergeist with a little bit of Children of the Corn. <laughs> I don't know about Poltergeist. It's a seance. So maybe like, I mean, isn't there like a movie called like Seance or something? I don't I'm know, something sure of that there major. is. I remember sure watching... I remember watching like kind of a campy, like a teen thriller, Ouija board or something. I think Ouija. Ouija I think it was Ouija. Well, I think, I think Ouija, was, Ouija was about two siblings, but there's okay. one. No, I think I'm thinking of like Truth or Dare or something between oh, the gosh. teenagers. Anyway, but this book just looks really fascinating. I'm really excited to get to know anything mm-hmm. and everything about this book, and I love yeah. the cover. So the book was The Evil Within the House by Thomas Michael Thomas. Back to you, Caddy. Oh, that is a cool looking cover. It's like the it's like the um Texas Chainsaw House. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's what reminds me of. <laughs> okay. All right. So my second book, Numero Doso. Wow. All right. It is Doso. Numero Doso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the late night. night, you guys. It is late night. All right. It's called Hype. How scammers, grifters, and con artists are taking over the internet. You do have a theme. The title starts with an H, and it's all about scamming. I didn't even realize that until you said it. Titles with an H is scamming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well, the first one is kind of like uncovering like a like an expose of sorts, but this one is uh, wasn't well, expose. All right, so this book is by Gabrielle Bluestone. It was published April sixth of twenty twenty one. Three hundred and fifty two pages. So Gabrielle Bluestone, she is a vice reporter. And if you guys ever have seen the um, the Fire Festival, the greatest yes. party that ever happened, the first, the Netflix documentary, yeah. she's actually featured in that documentary oh. talking as a vice reporter. Yeah, she's in one of the scenes. I'll tell you this and I'll tell you guys a little bit more about it. So vice reporter Gabrielle Bluestone dives deep into the most recent and notorious scammers of this millennial generation, lifting the veil on scammers and just slowly showing how and why numerous people numerous people are continually getting duped. In this book, she kind of gives you, she talks about a few different ones, but the more popular ones, of course, we know is uh, Billy McFarland with Fire Festival, how that, the greatest part that ever happened. You guys, uh, Netflix and Hulu both have documentaries on that subject. I, I kind of recommend the Hulu documentary more than the, versus the Netflix documentary, just because, it, it, I don't know, I just, I think it tells the story a little bit better. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it back mm-hmm. to back. So mm-hmm. kind of blended into one for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She talks about Elizabeth Holmes with Theranos, how oh she was gosh, able to do yeah. millions and millions of people out of, you know, millions out of people. Uh, she talks about um, the grifter. Um, oh, God, what's that? Uh, Anna Delvey. 
Uh, she talks about Anna yeah. Delvey and how she was able to scam her way through that. And I've talked about Anna Delvey before. Yeah. yeah. I'm fascinated by scam artists and Same the here, methods yeah. and what methods that which they use and just how like how you live with that level of anxiety and it doesn't kill you. I've dealt with some anxiety and it's like crippling to me. And it's just me not wanting to go to the dentist. But like you got like these people scam millions out of these people out of investors. And I mean, they don't even flinch. You know, and it just throws me off. Like it's it's fascinating to me, and it's and it's a facet of true crime. Of course, there's victims. Don't get me wrong. There's no victims, but with these stories, there's also like there's no murder. So it's sadly refreshing in a way that I that I listen to these because it's kind of like it's a nice little break from what I've normally listened to with true crime. The level that they go just to keep this lie, it just like wow. Like they dig deeper and deeper into uh this world that they've created like you you're not here on this earth man like you're literally living in a different reality is what i get from you know from the the documentaries that i've watched and what i've read i'm really curious to read this book and i am reading it in the future i will let you guys know so you will hear more about it and also why we keep falling for it it happens all the time like they were able to scam use social media as a force to scam people out of money i mean i think you definitely are pulled to read about the masterminds versus mm-hmm. I'm more interested in reading about the people that fall for it, which is why I'm, I love reading about like cults. Yeah. As much as like you and I want to read about the leader in the cult and how they got to that point. I've always been interested in the people that get brainwashed, but the mm-hmm. fact that they just kind of like follow the leader and just kind of go along with it. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating to me, like that side of human behavior. But these books that you mentioned for this shout out, it kind of reminds me of a book. I think I, I did a shout out and I read mm-hmm. it's called Confident Women by Tori Telfer. And it's mm. confident women, swindlers, grifters and shape shifters of the feminine persuasion. So that was really interesting, too. It's like accounts of different. Mm-hmm. different uh scam artists and i remember one was i think she was in china she pretty much made made it look like she's this super rich you know very famous girl she pretty much made herself to be like really important like, when mm-hmm. it comes down to it was she the one in real estate she had like different athletes like investing in land or in, in mm-hmm. homes and when somebody was finally like all right i i want to get to the house that i've been investing in and she's Pretty much she disappeared or whatnot, but I think mm-hmm. she's in jail. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, I'm glad you brought yeah. up these subjects. These are always like a nice break from all the stuff that we read. Mm-hmm. It's nonfiction, so this has happened. It's interesting right. to read about it and, you know, what we fall for and what people do. So one more time, that last book is Hype, How Scammers, Grifters, and Con Artists Are Taking Over the Internet and Why We Are Following. Back to you. These are always really fun conversation, to be honest. Um, <laughs> So my next book, going along with a horror theme again, of course, it's a book called Let Him In by William Friend. It's 240 pages, so a shorter oh. book as well. It's actually not being published until October 3rd, this upcoming October. Oh, that is creepy. Yeah. Man, sometimes them small books will get you, dude. Whew. Right? This is uh, his debut novel, and it's a creepy, gothic, psychological suspense. So all up in the alley of everything I like to read. (laughs) 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 It's about a newly widowed guy. 
He has twin daughters that's obsessed with an imaginary friend. Yes. And the minute I read that has twin daughters, I keep thinking The Shining, like that's what pops in my head immediately. So the guy's name is Alfie and he wakes up one night and his daughter's at the foot of his bed saying, hey, there's a man in our room. But after finding that, finding nothing, he assumes that they have a nightmare. It's one of those like, all right, he's racing him alone. He's dealing with grief. So he's trying to figure out like, is he going kind of crazy? Are his girls are the one that's being fed? Is there is there some sort of like ghost, of course, which I'm, I don't know if there is, but I really hope there's some sort of like evil lurking around. And that's the type of you and your evil. <laughs> so it says here in the synopsis, it says, but as Alfie himself is haunted by visions and someone watches him at night, he begins to question the true character of the force that has poisoned his daughter's minds with dark and violent consequences. Whatever this friend, quote unquote, is, he doesn't want to leave. Alfie will have to confront his own shameful secrets, the dark past of Harthouse and even the balance of reality, or risk taking part in unspeakable tragedy. There's a lot going on in this book, and I'm really Jesus. excited about it. Yeah, it sounds oh. like a big, big fun movie for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, I had to because you said the guy's name was William Friend. Yeah, the author. Okay, I had to go and look it up because I was like, I know that name. Yeah, and remember in Silence of the Lambs, it was Lewis Friend. Oh. I thought I was like, oh my god, is that his name? Is William Friend? So I had to go look it up. No, it's Lewis Friend. Everyone, it's Lewis Friend. And, oh, and that is the one movie that creeps Oki the hell out. Out of all the horror yeah. movies that she's seen, all the the gore and all that, mm-hmm. it's freaking Hannibal Lecter that gets you. Yeah. There's two. Mm-hmm. You can watch everything, anything, all day, and I love it. But anytime I watch Hannibal Lecter, he comes into my nightmares. I kid you not. I don't know what it is. Even if I see him for like 10 minutes, not even the whole entire freaking movie. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Pennywise from It. Mm-hmm. Those are the two. Even if I watched like Chainsaw Massacre, like, mm-hmm. you know, all that, I mean, that scares me too, but I can watch that like, let's say three hours straight and it, and I sleep like a baby, but I watched Pennywise for three minutes. He comes into my nightmares. It's weird. Yeah. It's been like that ever since I was a kid. Cause I've watched these things when I was a kid. So, <laughs> yeah. and everything scares Caddy. <laughs> yes. I'm terrified and of on the of other it. side of the table, everything scares Caddy. Everything scares the crap out of me. I hate horror <laughs> movies. I don't like them. I don't like to watch them. No, 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 no. Every you time know, I watch you know, one well. or I come upon a thrill, I'm like, Caddy, you have to watch this right now. <laughs> she makes anyway. me cry, everybody. She makes me cry every time. I'm like, <laughs> You're supposed to watch movies for enjoyment. I says I have not enjoyed this. I mean, like, teach his own. You yeah, know, but I but I still watch it like through between my fingers, but I love it. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, no. I'm watching it with like closed eyes, closed ears. <laughs> I retreat into myself. <laughs> I, just, I just don't like it. You know, but then like what's my favorite? movie to watch it's comedies which is like a stoner comedy mm-hmm. like i can watch I harold and kumar too. all day <laughs> all day i love harold and kumar hey cats watch sides of lambs fuck that <laughs> no so the last book that you that you were speaking of yeah with mr william friend is this set in like olden times or I is this like so. recent? i think it's pretty recent is it okay because every time like it's like creepy twins or like a ghost. <laughs> I always think like 1800s. Right. Like in a mansion. You know? 
in, yeah. in the manner in the manner yeah, yeah like, in the manner was, in the manner <laughs> and that's it you guys we're currently reading my pick Dear Showgirl by Daniel Crado with Melinda Bryce and we will talk to you next week on our midway check-in where Ken and I each have our own little book discussion more fun things to the table and I, I may not be doing a thriller this time I'm not like that yet but we'll see <laughs> and that's it. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 <laughs>